Welcome to the Not Your Average My podcast, where four Hmong American women working to move our community forward one conversation at a time. So tune in every month with Liz, Mania, Monica, and Katie as we dive into politics, pop culture, and all things related to being Hmong American. Let's get it! Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average My. We are really excited to close out the wedding recap series with you all. Um, again, thank you so much for sending in your questions. And this episode will answer more of your questions around any drama at the wedding, any regrets or lessons learned from our wedding planning experiences, as well as our wedding costs breakdown. We received multiple questions on how much it costs to half the weddings, so we'll provide all of the juicy details for you all. Um, so let's get back to where we left off. With that, did you guys have any last-minute drama? Did anybody show up that wasn't invited? Or did anybody get upset because they weren't invited? There was, like, so on the Hawaii side, there was a couple of last-minute inquiries about whether or not children could come and um you know even though from the very beginning we said it would be a no children wedding right and even um and again this goes back to lessons learned that like we even had all of our flower girls and our ring bearers go home oh yeah right except for except for the ring bearers but we had our flower girls go home because we were already so much at you know max capacity that it would have been involved adding in another table and like you know whatever uh now in hindsight we should have just kept the flower girls and all the ring bears you know like lesson learned for sure but like for everybody else also who asked for their kids like um it was like just so frustrating the last like week basically oh i'm sorry or we get leading up to the wedding like people asking like oh can you accommodate so-and-so and i'm just like oh my god like why are you guys asking us right now? And basically one of Nick's cousins was like, oh, well, if you don't let us bring our kids, one of us has to stay home. And then like, you know, one of us has to be a babysitter. And then, you know, not everyone will get to have a good time. And I'm like, y'all should have fucking planned this for the last two years, you know, when we already indicated from the very beginning, no fucking kids. You know, she had messaged Nick asking, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. Can you involve us like kids? Like blah, blah, blah. We want to have time with each other. And you know, if, if one of us have to stay home, like, you know, one of us is gonna have to miss out. And Nick and I was just like, no, you need to handle that. Cause like, we are not adding on more. I mean, leading up to it, because we had an advance notice, we were actually able to fit in, you know, high chairs for like all of the babies, all the babies that were basically still needed to be like, uh, held in a lap. Right. But these were kids that were like three or four, you know, who who should have already gotten babysitters because everyone had two years uh, notice. Long story short, we basically said, no, like figure it out yep. or don't come, you know. Um, and of course, she didn't say shit. And like, you know, her siblings, also Nick's other cousins came and apologized. I was like, sorry, ignore her ass. Like, we don't know what the fuck is wrong. Did with they her. show up? Anyway. That's what yeah. I want to know. Did they show they up? They did show up. They did show up, but they didn't, like, obviously, they didn't bring the kids. And I'm like, the people who we even accommodated, you know, high chairs for didn't even, like, end up bringing their kids. So I was like, y'all are just so annoying and, like, a waste of time and money. Because, you know, we had to rent high, high chairs. chairs, too. Oh, my gosh. So, like, the kids who we accounted for didn't even come. Some of them did. 
you know, the others did it. I mean, it's fine. It's no big deal. I'm just, that was pretty much the only drama I would say. Of course, there was other drama, like with my wedding dress. I lost <gasps> one of my wedding pieces. But yeah, so the dress that you guys all saw. I know. Remember the wings? Yes, was not the final look. What? I lost one of my wings. Oh my God. I don't know how, because when we came from California, I had Nick pressed, uh, take our, our outfits to the dry cleaners to get pressed yeah. one, one last time. And I didn't check it when he brought it back because I told him, check, make sure everything's there. He's like, oh yeah, like it looked like it was all there. Yeah. So we didn't unpack my wings right up until literally oh my God. 20 minutes before we were going to walk what down. The fuck? And we realized it was like not there. Like only one Free side upset. was pretty like pissed and then also just like sad because it wasn't like the look the final look that I wanted but then at that moment also I was just like you know what fuck it like we don't have time to like be mad about this yeah. so um my sister-in-law Amy basically we just repurposed it made it like a, a, a like a bow on my dress and then walked out with okay it. yeah I will never get over that but you know I know nice. because you've always <laughs> wanted wings listeners check your dresses check triple check yep fucking like check every single time you go to the dry cleaners because I'm pretty sure the dry we lost it at the dry cleaners yeah. I don't know what happened dude I yeah. was gonna say about kids I am so glad that we did not have any kids at the wedding besides our siblings kids like we did not mm-hmm. allow kids as plus ones for any of our cousins besides like one or two people I remember you know Tong's first cousins asked if they could bring their kid. If not, then they're not going to show up to the wedding. And I'm like, you guys are in Sacramento. Your in-laws are there. Y'all have people to babysit. So yep. if you can't find yep. a babysitter like a year or two years ahead, like that is just on you. So they actually didn't come to the wedding, which is fine. I think we had about six yeah. no-shows, which I am still really upset about because that's 250 per person. So we basically, hella money. Yeah, like we basically lost hella money from people not showing up, right? So that part I'm still really upset about, but I'm like, you know what? Just gotta get over it. Like we can't get the money back. Um, oh I think the only drama that I kind of had was with a friend who three weeks before the wedding we had submit submitted our last payment to the ven- uh, to the venue. So we have paid for everything already. And she messaged me and was like, hey, I can't come to your wedding because I have um, a conference the same day and I'm looking at flights right now. And by the time I get to the wedding, it'll be like 10 p.m. So clearly I'm like, you did not fucking buy your plane tickets and you live across the country. So you had not planned on coming and you should have freaking told me so that I wouldn't include you in the guest count. So I basically was so upset to not respond. And that night, like I had ordered all of the seating name cards already, right? You should have just told me that you couldn't make it way before so that we wouldn't have to pay for all of that stuff, you know? Dude, it's it's just really disappointing, right? Like to me, like it's not, it's not like it's any drama, but it's so disappointing because you have so much time to tell me and I would not have been butthurt because we have so many people to invite that we didn't. Like we invited the people who were we are closest to and I have this rule where if I haven't talked to you in a year you're not invited to the Mika wedding just because yes we're friends and we have have had a connection in the past or have history together but like we don't really know what's in each other's lives anymore if we don't talk every year so my rule was that like if I don't really talk to you 
or if I haven't talked to you in a year, like you're not invited to the Mika wedding, you're invited to the Mong wedding for sure. Um, so it was just really disappointing to see this person. Um, and I, I gave her, you know, a plus one for her, um, her partner as well. And it, I totally feel that though, dude, like, I will say we had about four cancellations because of COVID. Yeah. Like we had people who COVID who couldn't come, and I was like totally get that. Um, and then, but I also had someone who canceled at the last minute who had RCP'd, and then like said actually we can't make it anymore. So at the end of the day, I was like it's fine. Like I'm glad you told me now, even because you know this was like a B lister too. Yeah. But also I'm like, why do people do this? Yeah. Like why? Why? And then in terms of the no-shows, most of them were from Tong Sai. Like, they are his first cousins in Sacramento, which is why I was just like... That is crazy Like, we should have just... Local. We seriously... I think one regret that I have... I actually don't have a lot of regret, regrets for the, uh, for the make-out wedding. I actually don't have a lot of regrets. But I think one regret is that we should have just invited the first cousins that he is actually very, very close to, okay. even if they are from yeah. the same family, right? Like for Tong, he felt like, oh, if I invite one sibling from this first cousin family, then I have to invite everyone. So that's what he did. He invited all of the siblings from this one first cousin family, and some of them ended up not showing up. So to me, I would just like, you should have just invited the people that you were close to. I, I'm totally, yeah, totally because we lost like, yeah. I don't know, probably almost 2,000 dollars that's so yeah i'm mad for you that's all money so yes listen for listeners invite the people you truly care about yeah like and don't give a fuck about what judgments or what people are going to say like i did get you know some folks to reach out and say why were we invited i'm like sorry it was strictly just first immediate families um i got one one distant cousin who had asked but i mean i think i think she was also just jokingly asking but like yeah. i know there's like a little bit of seriousness there curiosity but, you know <laughs> they, yeah like you can, i can't fit i was not gonna have two weddings with 300 people yeah like, it was just not not financially or like physically possible so yeah i mean any other regrets Manya? like i i think one thing that we talked about previously was that Everyone said your wedding day is going to be a blur. And it truly was. Oh, like, yeah. It was everything happened so fast that I didn't get to do everything that I thought I was going to do that we wanted to do. And everything is just like happening left and right that like you don't even remember shit. Yeah. That's going, that's going on. You know, no regrets. I feel like everything went as we have planned. Like it went so smoothly. Yeah. I was very calm like throughout the whole day. And it was so much fun. I think that it helped to have a wedding coordinator or wedding coordinator was on top of it. I think the only thing that didn't go as planned on the day of the wedding was that like my mom's boutonniere went missing. So she didn't have one. And then we had our florist make her another one. And that was it. Like, honestly, that was the only mishap (laughs) during the day of the wedding. So um, yeah, like everything went really well. I think if I were to go back, I probably would not have had my sister-in-laws, my sisters and I do the flowers. We saved a lot of yeah. money though. Like we spent, we only spent $4,000 on the on the flowers and the flowers were so beautiful, but they were so much work. Like we spent two full days yeah. before the wedding to put all of the flowers together. They were so amazing. And I am so, so thankful for all of the support and the help. But it was so tiring on everyone. And oh, wow. if I can go back, we probably would, would have just paid like, I don't know, double the price, like 8000 or 10000 for yeah. the flowers. But at that point, we we're like, we don't want to pay more than $4,000. Um, 
Yeah. But that's probably like the only regret in terms of time because it was just so much time and it was just so hard on everybody's bodies to like prep and then to also get ready on, on the day of the wedding and then have fun, right? And people tell you this all the time, right? Like it's going to be a blur, but like going up to it was just so tough and kind of sidetrack like right before the week of the wedding my parents had like this domestic violence altercation so it was like a whole fucking hot mess that we had to tall and i had to deal with Mm -hmm. and then my younger sister fainted the next day and then we had to take her to the er so i i feel like all the worst things that happened during the week of the wedding happened and I I already told my family, like, please do not stress me out because it's already so stressful. And all of these things that we couldn't control happened and we just had to deal with it. But I think looking back, like, I am so glad that, like, I'm getting emotional, but I'm, like, so glad that, like, Tong is my partner, you know, like, to just have gone through the whole week. It was just so tough. And I'm just like, I don't think that I would have been able to go through the whole week without him. So... I think that just made like our wedding day so much more worth it because when yeah. I was walking down the aisle, like I was so emotional and sorry guys, I don't even know why I'm crying right now. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It just defines your love and, and your friendship. So. Yeah, like yes. even when I was walking down the aisle, I was like, oh, like we were, we always joked, we always joked about this that I wasn't gonna cry, that he was gonna be the one crying during the ceremony and I cried the whole time because I was like oh my gosh like I am so glad that I married that I married this person I'm marrying this person um and it was just such a tough week but I I just feel like I married the right partner or else like we would not have gone through the whole week dealing with my family right and I I just feel like so many things are going to happen that's going to be out of your control and when you have such a good partner like things just you know, like things go so much better than you think it would. And it just helps to have that person in your life. So I think for me, like the wedding day was so perfect because I was like, you know what, we've been through so freaking much up until the freaking wedding. And like, I I, I don't know, like I couldn't have asked for for a better wedding day. Sorry, I'm going to get tissue really quickly. No, it's okay. (laughs) It was so beautiful, Mania. Here, Monica's wedding everybody was crying and we we're all standing there trying to not cry because i know if i started crying i would have snapped <laughs> and they're trying to like sit up and just be like i'm not gonna cry i'm not gonna cry everyone else was crying because it was also so beautiful and you know like all the things you guys said you know we all felt that and you could just see why you two belong together and of course you know anytime nick ventures his mom it's just well, well, that one wasn't given. Everyone was going to cry. <laughs> I know. Honestly, like, I, I I, totally, like, was surprised by that, too. Like, I know I'm not a good writer like Nick. And I know Nick can convey his feelings really deeply when he takes the time to write it. His vows are so um, but beautiful. I was so, I was so touched. And, you know, I think in similarly to you, Mania, I felt so relieved and just so grateful that like Nick was my partner at the end of the day, that like this was the guy who, you know, I was going to spend the rest of my life with, or I am going to spend the rest of my life with. And that like, it wasn't, 
I don't know how to describe it, but like I made the right choice, right? Like we made the right choice. And like, I I can totally understand why it was so emotional for you. Cause like you and Tong have been through so much. And like, I always think to myself that you and Tong are like the model couple that like I, I want to emulate. Cause you know, you balance each other so well. And Tong is like the calm to like, your chaos, right? And like Nick is like the calm to like my chaos because, you know, we're crazy Hmong girls and I'm just like, I have crazy Hmong families that I can't control and that there's just so much happening and I'm so worried about, you know, what my partner's going to think and like Nick is just chilling and he's like, dude, it's fine. Like, (laughs) don't stress out. It's going to be fine. And I'm over here like, no, it's not fine. You know? Um, And I'm so sorry. I didn't know that that was happening, but I'm so glad that like you had Tong to kind of just recenter you. And I think that's like, you know, what every person or every, every partner wants in their other partner, right? Like just someone to recenter you and to assure you that it's going to be okay. And like you had a beautifully executed wedding and we know we did because we worked our asses off for our wedding. So like, you know, regrets or lessons learned for everyone, like plan the wedding that you want to have with like, with the coordinator, with the planner, and yes, with a budget. Like someone asked pros and cons and having a destination wedding. I would say for you guys, it was a destination wedding too because you weren't Oh, local, it was. It know? was a destination and, for me and him, <laughs> but not for people who yeah. are local. <laughs> yeah, like, and I I only know about having a destination wedding, but, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, have the wedding you want to have, whether it's in California, Minnesota, or Hawaii, or if you want to elope, right? Have the wedding you want to have and, like, have no regrets because – that is the one day that you will get to control everything that you want, right? Like, I cannot emphasize this enough that like, the wedding, I know everyone says the wedding is for everyone else. And it is in some ways, but make sure you plan the wedding that you want to have. Did you feel like it was the wedding that you wanted to have? Yes, I had the wedding I wanted to have. Like, I am so shocked and blown away by how much we were able to do. Um, Obviously, again, everyone knows this. We come from poorer families. Nick has a lot more wealth, right? Or a lot more expendable income. Um, But we still, like, I saved up and he saved up. And, you know, we just had extra funding, right? And, like, had the wedding we wanted to have. Like, And, of course, you know, I was going back and forth should we even have it? Is it worth it? Blah, blah, blah. Like, do I, do I deserve this? Like at the end of the day, hell fucking yes, we do. Like I had the wedding of my dreams and it's so crazy to think that, you know, we were able to get married in Hawaii, but hearing Nick's vows like made it so much more. His vows were so beautiful. (laughs) Sorry, Monica, I'm gonna cut you off. But I was like, I was crying so much during his vows because I think, I mean, Tom have known you and Nick since we all came to DC, right? Like eight years ago, almost nine years ago. And just to see your relationship grow throughout the years, I knew, I think I knew that you two made, I I think it was confirmed that you two are such a good couple when you and the dog stayed with us. I forgot if it was last year because I was like, oh my gosh, I can see you two as parents, right? Like, like just how you took care of your dogs I was like wow like I'm so glad that Monica has found somebody like Nick to love her and then to hear the vow his vows at your wedding I was like oh my gosh it 
they like I, I cry so much. Like I cry more at your wedding than my wedding because the, the, his vows are so beautiful. And I was like, oh, and one of the best things in life is just to see the people that you love, like be loved by somebody else. So anyway, that was just so touching yeah. to me. Like his vows were just really, really good and cried my butt off. And everybody oh was gosh, like, are you okay? You. I was like, I, I am. Like, I am just really happy. That's why I'm crying oh. this much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I, I, yeah, in that moment, I, you know, felt like Hawaii was, like, the right choice. Because yeah. I was also so worried about, like, who could make it, how much it was going to cost. And, like, I think hearing Nick is just, you know, pour his heart out like it made sense because you know initially we wanted to do it there because you know his mom and his family's from there and we were like well everyone's gonna have to fly anyway yeah. might as well just fly to Hawaii and make it you know a, a trip for everyone and it just made so much sense so I'm just so grateful that like everybody was you know like I don't think I can ever stop describing and feeling just how much gratitude yeah. I felt and on that day and for everyone to come and just really celebrate us and like it was so beautiful yeah, I'm so shocked I'm still so like shocked and surprised by Nick's vows because like he's very <laughs> emotional but only when he writes it down you know or like in, in his action right he's a he's a like He's a, I don't know how to describe it, but like, you know, our love languages are so, so different. But his like, is like acts of service that, like, or what? Yeah, yeah, his are like acts of service and like just when he writes it down. So it's not like, it's not like for me when I'm like, oh, quality time yeah. and, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it's different, right? So I've had to learn through that and like really grow with each other too and just be so grateful to like finally see everything come together. So, you know, that's why I said like to our listeners who ask, like have the wedding that you want, yeah. even if your your budget, like, and stick to your budget, of course, because I can't emphasize enough. Like, I don't want to give bad advice and be like, oh yeah, have the wedding in Mexico and like, yeah. you know, spend money you don't have. Like you should always stick to what your, you know, finances allow. But I'm also, you know, as I've been reflecting and I, I was joking with Nick, like, how do these young kids have so much money? And he said, well, you know, for some people, weddings are the most important event in people's lives. And I get it now. Like, yeah. have the wedding you want to have because that may be the only important thing that, you know, some people may get in their lives, yeah. right, next to, like, having kids or whatever. Um, and making memories. I mean, like, your family's there, your yeah. parents are there. It's not guaranteed. You know, those are the things you look back to. And especially when you're having a rough patch in your marriage, you look back to all that stuff and be like, you know, at one point, we really loved each other. <laughs> at one point, and it's going to get hard, you know. It's, yeah. not, it's not always going to be a walk in the park. And to have beautiful things like that to look back on really builds that bond and holds it together. And since we're starting on budget, what was your wedding must-have and things that you could have skipped out on? And how much did they cost? I know. You know, I actually oh looked through all of her. Sorry, I don't know why my nose is bleeding <laughs> from me crying earlier. Oh, I think I, like, scratched okay. it. I don't oh. know. Anyway, we're going to click this and we're going to be like, look, Tong, this is how much Mania loves you. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's hilarious game. because my friends are always like, wow, I've never seen you, you know, so emotional and um, before oh. towards Tong, except for your wedding. 
<laughs> which is true. No, I am very much like Nick. Like I don't really show my emotions, but when I cry, I cry a fucking river. So yeah, that was me on during the ceremony. I just could not stop crying. Uh, why did I bring this up? Why did I bring this up again? Oh, budget. I'm so oh, sorry. You're going to regret it and budget, yeah, budget. And, and things like, um, yeah. I'm sorry. I actually looked at all of our receipts. I had to do this for my sanity because I wanted to know how much we spent. So I'm going to be honest with you guys with the money. Okay. So we spent 76000 just for this one day event. But that includes Damn. everything yeah. for the venue, for the vendors photography, videography, our accessories, wedding dress, vendor tip, getting ready expenses, yeah. right? Like our shoes, you know, my nails, eyelashes, like everything for this one day, it turned out to be 76000 Our budget was 50000 So clearly yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't stick to our budget at all. Oh, in this question, I was thinking about this question, you know, like, how did you prioritize budget and how long did you stay for your wedding? We got engaged in 2020 and we didn't really start saving for the wedding until a year out because the year that we got engaged, we bought a house. So our agreement was that I was going to put the down payment for the house and then he was going to pay for the wedding. So he took out 50K from his Airbnb stocks to pay for the wedding we saved 1300 for each month for a year. So even adding that 50000 and 1300 per month for a year, like we still had to use money from our own savings, personal savings yeah. to pay for whatever wedding costs that came each month. Uh, but what helped is that like you do payments kind of, you know, throughout the whole time, right? Like you put a deposit on the menu or you pay your vendors, you know, a few months out. Um, and then with like gifts that we received, we actually didn't receive too much, but I think it's also because everybody had to travel across country to California. Um, so we weren't expecting anything like a lot from gifts. So really like fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars came, you know, from our pockets, um, uh, in addition to like the fifty thousand that Tong took out in, in stocks. So that helped us pay for the wedding. Um I know that's not like everyone's situation. You know, again, you really have to assess your situation. I would say like, don't fall into the comparison trap, right? Like you can always see more from Instagram, Pinterest and all of that. I want more. And I feel like at times like, well, it's hard to plan this wedding because I wanted more. Like I wanted better things, right? I wanted, I just wanted like additional stuff. And then we had to go back to like, what what is actually important to us? Like our desserts important? No. Our, you know, like is the photo booth important? No. Like, so we had to cut down on a lot of stuff that wasn't important to us as a couple. So that helped us, you know, in terms of like not adding anything else that we didn't need for the wedding. I'm not sure about you, Monica. Yeah, I echo cutting out stuff you don't need. We also did not have a photo booth, and but then we provided Polaroids like you guys, right, just for people to take photos and put it in our guest book. Um, and, you know, I was already reading articles about, like, things that you really don't need. And, like, yeah, at the end of the day, um, I probably didn't need to buy extra, like, you know, guest book signing, sign-in stuff. Uh, those are just cute things to do. It wasn't a big budget item, so it didn't really bother me. Um, I don't regret my flowers investment. Don't regret the food. I don't regret the boba bar. Like 
those are the big ticket items that like we really wanted. And like, I definitely don't regret it. The lounge set that we got for everyone to kind of use as like the hangout slash like photo corner. Um, that was obviously a, a luxury. Yeah. Like, I don't regret having it. I regret not taking photos on it. Cause I originally got it because I wanted to take photos yeah. on it. But then there was so much happening that like, we didn't even get to go use it, but I was really happy that everybody else got to use yeah. it. So a bunch of people took photos there, you know, did their thing. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like really, I think it just depends on people and the fans, I don't regret the fans. I don't regret fighting over the fans because the fans were worth it at the end of the day. Everyone needed it. It was fucking hot and everyone took him home. Like I only came home with 20 fans, I think. And then I gave those away at the Hmong wedding. Like, Oh, that's smart. That's true. Yeah. Like I think because we, you and I both, right, Manila, we planned out so much, so like down to the T that like we really did have everything we needed and whatever we did need, we didn't have, yeah. um, which, which just worked out. And, you know, we were also really lucky. Like I said, if realistically, if I were to count how much I put, I probably only put in like 15 to 20 K because yeah. I was able to like save up, like, you know, I don't have money like Nick. Right. And Nick, obviously we dipped a lot into like his own, you know, stocks and savings also, um, which is different for everybody else, but you know, you should save, you should budget, like stick to what's realistic. And people always say the more people you have, the more expensive your wedding's going to cost. Yeah. So yes, we had 160 people. That was fucking a That's lot. That's a of lot. People. Like, yeah. Like, and you, and you spent 76,000 for just a hundred people, right? 130. Like, or for 130. Yeah. yeah. Like we definitely spent like at least 80K now, including tip, right? Um, and that was just for Saturday. I'm not even including yeah. Friday or Sunday. Yeah. Um, I would say don't cheap out on your photos because a good photographer will make things look so much better in pictures. And I say yep. that for like our invitations. Not even invitations, the fans. I made them. I cut the corners and they looked so good in the photos. And I was like, damn, props to my photographer yeah. for making them look so good in, in her photos. But I would say it was so worth the money. Um, I think we probably probably could even cut like 10 more people from our list. <laughs> like, I think we probably could just do like 115, 120, to be honest, and like save a bit more money. But I would say it's worth it. Don't fall into the comparison trap. There's always more than you can do. But really think about what's important yeah. to you as a couple. And if a wedding is not important, don't have one, right? Like use some money yeah. to buy a house or to do something yeah. else, travel. Um, anything? Do you have any other questions? Yeah. I think we touched on a lot of them. Um, anything you would do differently, Manu? Or anything that you learned, um, you know, like as you look back and you guys think about it, other than like things where you could cut corners or wish you would have spent more, what were like lessons mm-hmm. learned from it? Um, because, you know, like for Monica, I think that was like our first big wedding in our family. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we started going into it, like, you know, walking yeah. in the dark. Same. So there's a lot of things yeah. that like even as a wedding, you know, attendee, we learned and like being part of yeah. a bridal party, like, oh, I wish we would have done this differently. You know, I wish we would have actually 
had food in the writer room for Monica, you know, or things like that. Or, but like, yeah. should have been on someone's list to check the thing, even though Monica said she didn't need anybody to check it. Well, like, somebody should have done it anyways, okay? Like, forget yeah. Monica, you know, because she has so much on her yeah. plate, you know, but then like, you know, Monica's like, no, I have it, I have it, I have it. It was just like, no. Nope, we should have just taken care of this and we should have did a dress rehearsal. Like we should have just went through everything the night before and you know, it was just like little things like that, but we yeah. had like such a jam-packed uh, you know, weekend. But I know. I feel like it was so you know, honestly, I don't know how you survived because you had a it was basically a three day wedding weekend. Yeah. Like the that's the main wedding was on Saturday, but you had an event on Friday and then you had a farewell brunch on Sunday. So like I can imagine, like, yeah. it's it's so tiring. I don't know how you all did it, but that was a lot. It was a lot. My advice, don't have a welcome reception. Only, and, and invest more in the day after brunch. Because yeah. then everyone, hope. I mean, it was hard because a lot of people were also leaving on Sunday morning. But, yeah. like, it was so exhausting. And, like have the rehearsal, have the rehearsal dinner, but don't have the additional reception. I think yeah. that was like, that was something we couldn't control because, you know, Nick's parents wanted to do that for us, which I, I'm so grateful for. But like, if I had to choose, I would have just cut the rehearsal dinner and then Saturday and Sunday brunch. Yeah. Like I would not have had Friday night because like I, we should have rested. We should have done our own thing. We should have like, I did not go to sleep until like 1 a.m. that night hell? just because there was so much like, Cause you know we didn't get home. The party didn't end until ten, ten thirty. Didn't get back to the hotel until eleven. You're cleaning up and then getting ready for the next morning. So didn't go to sleep until I won, and then had to wake up at like six. Oh my god! So I was so fucking tired. Oh even though I had said that like I was gonna try to sleep, but like you know, and then there's also like just nerves and like other things that you're so restless, like you just can't sleep. So that's my advice. Don't yeah. have just practice too i think we should do it like super early in the morning or something yeah, like I, it should have been way earlier um and like the dinner maybe we should have just had a reception with like the smaller intimate dinner folks i don't know i probably wouldn't have kept it that late though but you know we had to tack on early like from the rehearsal then the rehearsal dinner and then we had to make time for the reception yeah. so it was just a lot like if i had to choose i would have just kept saturday and sunday and i would have kept my friday free Again, we're so it was, I mean, it was beautiful. It was nice. I just wished I had more room to actually eat the food at the reception. Yeah. They actually tasted really good. Um, you yeah. Know, and stuff. Like, it was just like things like that because everything was so, it was It worked. was so busy. It wasn't, it wasn't any, you couldn't enjoy it. And it was funny because when we saw Manya and Tong, Tong said, oh, I'm really enjoying this wedding. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah. Penny. I love I you guys because you guys like, were just like feeding us water and snacks because I was like yeah and I'm like being pulled in like a million different directions you know and like I don't know how it was for you Manya but like on Saturday night either even though our coordinators tried to feed us like because we had our key thing yeah. my hands were like occupied the whole time so I couldn't even feed myself did you while eat? we were dinner no we didn't, I didn't we, eat my we wedding. had and oh, we didn't eat that at is all. a regret that I have because that steak was so fucking good. <laughs> yes, it was hella good, dude. It was hella good. Like, yeah, I think there were like three empty seats at our table, so we just passed around all the extra food to our. Like, guys. we seriously did not eat, and but it's also because you know, Hmong people are gonna be Hmong people. They came up to our sweetheart table and 
brush shots every single time. The good thing was that like we took probably one or two and we had people help us throughout the whole time. So we were sober throughout our wedding day, right? And people were really surprised, but I was like, no, like I am just off of a high during our wedding. I'm not even drunk, but that's also because like we, the last time that we ate was at 7 a.m. on the wedding day. And we didn't oh eat dinner gosh. because people kept coming, wanted to take photos, wanted to drink. Yeah. So we seriously did not eat our dinner at all. And then it was just time for sunset photos. It was time for cake cutting, dancing. Um, yeah. But man, I think, yeah, now that you're saying that, if I can go back, I probably would have e- eaten that steak. Because when I finally had a glass of champagne at like 930, I was so drunk that I couldn't even drive home. <laughs> it was just really yeah. tough. It's hard. Like, and, and, you know, that's what the coordinators are there for or your yeah. wedding party, right? Like, I think everyone was so helpful because, like, me and Nick were literally glued to our chairs. Like, everyone was bringing us our boba and our pineapple drinks. Like, we would not have gotten that. Like, we didn't even get to see cocktail art. We didn't get to see any yeah. of the vendors. We didn't get to eat anything from our dessert table except for the cake that we cut yeah. for the photos. And that was, like, a, a tiny ass piece. I was so mad because I was like, I wanted the desserts. That was my one regret at your wedding. I was like, I can't eat any of Monica's dessert. It looks so pretty. Yeah, Monica, her bubble. We we make sure we'll like some. I will bring it to her because this is what she's been dreaming about at her wedding for (laughs) years. So she has to get one. I was grateful for that. Yeah, like I think so. It helps, you know, to have your wedding party and your coordinators, and like that's why we were like, okay, drink water, man. Yeah, like feed, you know, feeding each other. But like, I think. If we could do that, redo that, like, I I don't know how we get food in our systems. I just don't. Like, I feel like every couple that I've t- heard have said we just don't get to eat. Yeah, like, you don't. We just, and so I'm grateful that we had our brunch that, you know, Katie prepared. And then, like, we tried to stuff us as much as we could during um, in between our, like, photos and cocktail hour. But even then, there was just so much happening that, like, we had – no time. Okay, so one last question before we sign off. This is a question from my mom. When are you guys having kids? Oh my god, <laughs> Katie! Oh my goodness. Um, not- my mom did ask. She was like, you know, now they have their wedding and all of that. They had two weddings. Are they planning to have kids soon? You know, because oh I gosh. did talk to my mom. So I was like, it's a great question to ask our uh, new brides. You know. I don't know how you feel, Manya, but I definitely, I, I definitely like see the like urgency from women now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Like I told Nick, we are fucking tired and we need to recuperate our costs. Absolutely. So we're going to give up. Yep. Like we need to give ourselves at least like three years, but I am concerned or I am thinking about, hmm, will my ovaries still be active? Will I still have eggs at that time? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I I love kids. I I always have baby fever, but not to the point where I'm like, we need to have kids now. But it does feel different. I don't know yeah. if you feel that way. I think, you know, it's funny because I I think I'm ready, but now Tong is not. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, wow. My plan yeah. is to take out my birth control implant next year, like next November when it when oh, it expires, yeah. and then we'll see how things go. I've been talking to yeah. you know like my primary care doctor and dermatologist about medication that I'm taking and kind of pre- preparing for that. But we're not gonna have kids this year or next year. I think we're we're probably gonna start trying next year, 
but we do have to save up. Like I think our goal is to do at least two, at least is to have a savings of at least two years for daycare. Because if we were to have kids, yeah, a kid here, the kid's gonna be in daycare. So we're gonna have yeah. to be able to pay for it. Um, but that is our financial goal. Good. You see, I need to be on a planning like mindset like that before I can even have kids. Like my dogs are way too much work already, so I, I can't imagine having kids. I know. But we'll come to you, Katie, for advice when when we're ready. <laughs> no. Well, my mom told me when uh, we first got married, and we told my mom the same thing too. She's she said that you can never save enough enough money for kids, so just have them because once you do have them, you regret not having them sooner. Mm-hmm. And it's very true, you know. Like I think about our kids, and I was like, "What was life before this?" Like you know, even yeah. though we're like dirt poor because they're so expensive, <laughs> you don't talk about which is so expensive, but it's like, you know, it makes it worth it. And I do enjoy every moment I am a mom, like most of the time, yeah, it's stressful, but it's well worth it. And I do wish that I had, like, I had them earlier, you know, to to grow Mm -hmm. with us, you know, like that's my one regret. And of course, you know, as our parents age too, I was just like, oh, I wish they had more time with my dad before he passed or before like, you know, like my father-in-law passed. And I'm just like, you know, that's like what I, you know, like, one for them because I we didn't have grandparents either because you know like mm-hmm. our grandparents on my dad's side they passed early too and so I was like I didn't yeah. get they didn't, I didn't have that relationship with grandparents and my kids you know like they were cut short a little bit too so you know like if you're saving for money you can always make money can you always make babies and sometimes it's really difficult making babies I know you think I mean, that is that is my fear yeah. too right because I was like yeah. shit I I've been on birth control for the longest time. Like it's going to, and that's what my doctor was saying. Like it's going to take some time for your body to be normal again. So that's why like I'm kind of in the early stages of just trying to figure out my health and kind of plan for that. Although it's not going to happen this year, next year. Right. But to me, like you already know me, I'm a planner, which is why I was like, I need to talk to my doctor. Like what do I need to do? Um, But yeah, it's true. That's, that's my fear because I'm like, what if I can't have a kid or you guys, I'm really bad. I only want one kid and, and I want a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. You know, just, just have one first. You I, know, let it yeah, happen. like I, I happen after that. Reproductive freedom entails all of that. So, like, I will never tell anyone how to like have your life or how to plan your family. Like, do what you gotta do, girl. Do what you need to do. Like, cause who knows? Like what we said, what if we're not, what if our bodies aren't even viable? You know, yeah. like I, I don't like that too. And like, we just, we, we don't, we never know, you know? Um, but I do worry about that, Katie, about like, you know, our parents aging and like not having time with their kids. Like I, I am kind of sad about that too. So all, all these things that really like just, just make us wonder, but you know, do what works for you. Yeah. You know, I'm just, like, luckily you guys have been with your partners for a while. So you guys had that bond and that relationship to where, you know, if they're going to be a good parent or not, you should know. Oh that. yeah, for sure. Like, you yeah. know, it's like, it's like you guys could like brush that. I mean, like you guys have moved over that hurdle, you know, yeah. so whenever timing is good for, for, for what fits your lifestyle and your partnership, you know? Um, but like I said, you know, as going through it, you know, I, I got married young, so I knew I didn't want kids young, but I do love like every little moment of it. And I still have baby fever, but I'm like, there's no way I'm Wait, going back through that. So you know, like, you know, like, when did you have, a, when did you have your first kid? I was 24. So, uh, we got married yeah. at 18. So we waited we were too young uh, we didn't want to have kids and we didn't want yeah. the responsibility of it we wanted to have all the fun that we wanted yeah. to before you know make sure we 
that we would be good parents. And, you know, now, I mean, like now we dedicate all of our free time and sleep. So it's like, <laughs> welcome to that life. Do all that. I'm you not want ready to. for that. So if, you guys are planning, if you guys are planning, plan, enjoy all that travel, do all that fun stuff, you know, cause they do take up a big portion of your life and, yeah. you know, um, but it's well worth it. I'm very excited for you guys, like all of our listeners, to see what your next steps are. Um, can't wait to share about your first big fight after marriage. I'm just kidding. Oh, we've had many fights already. <laughs> <laughs> but we are very excited yeah. to see what comes next. And if you guys um, do have any other advice for our listeners, please let them know. And listeners, if you have any more questions, please go ahead and hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. We're so grateful. Thanks, everybody, for the questions. And Manya for being open and vulnerable and, you know, giving us a chance to reflect. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't think we've had a chance to cross. Hopefully that's helpful. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thank Bye. 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 Bye.